0: Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. We are going to have uh, right now an introduction to
1: what I believe um, is a way forward for the church. Uh, Isaiah 58 has been a really powerful verse for us, even in our, our own ministry with the, the global watch. you will find it on our core values. In fact, what Dean spoke about last night, if you look on the website, we've got four values and how we're going to achieve each other going forward. And it has saved our head so many times. <laughs> but we invite you all to join that river of this where life flows. And um, so... You, this whole message this morning is about helping the church move into that life-dwelling
2: Yeah, and so what we're going to do is this, this whole morning is going to be about different people who are going to be coming up and talking about action areas that the church is involved in. And uh, the first one is really interesting. It's just an amazing, supernatural story, and it involves our church at Kingdom Hills, and our our senior pastor who, uh, make no mistake about it, he is a pastor and that's what he is called by, but he is an apostolic leader and uh, is an amazing person who is innovative and is seeking the Lord constantly about new things and is laying the foundations and has had just incredible, supernatural favor. We can't wait to have you uh, hear this story. And so we would like to introduce Pastor Wendell Vinson, who has been our pastor for over 20 years. And uh, we've got our coffee, so I we got our coffee in the Holy Spirit, it's always a good combination. So um, Pastor Wendell, you have been uh, you've been our pastor since 1999, and you've been pastoring this church for well over 30 years. How many years? 39. 39 years. So, yeah, Susan and I were in junior high school when he started. So, <laughs> you know, we... we <laughs> were in junior high <laughs> Yeah. Right. Right. And, and, uh, and so what we want to hear is, you know, you've done, in, in your ministry, you've done many innovative things. But in, I think it was 2018... CityServe started, and I would like to just, if you could just take a few minutes and just tell us a little bit about that story, about how that happened, because it's an incredible thing, it's an incredible organization that in four years' time has just, God's just done incredible things, it's it's exploded in terms of the favor, in terms of what's been happening, so we just want to
0: hear a little bit about that. So, CityServe is a kind of at its heart, church empowerment Movement really, it's not uh, highly centralized. Although we're headquartered here, Bakersfield, it's really mobilizing the church across the country and empowering um, the church across the country for community transformation. Um, we read Isaiah 50a, all through the prophets. Much of it's about justice, right. and uh, the prophets really their theme is that God's people need to stand up, speak out, and advocate for those who can't speak for themselves. Right. And so we liken it to how God's designed the body, that if you had a wound on your body as a physician, you know, that spread, that if there was an infection in your body, the God's designed your body so that the life blood itself for that wound to bring healing. Right. And in many cases, the church has um, you know, vacated the public square. they kind of vacated that space of bringing healing to a community. I love prayer and action, right. because so often through Scripture you see, certainly in the early church, the words of Jesus. If you see this idea that prayer or proclamation without action. First John three. Right. You know, what, what's the point? Right. Of just speaking, having words but not having action. Right. Uh, Right. And so, the,
2: so part of this whole conference is kind of a repentance of that. Yeah. In the prayer movement, that's what we're 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 representing, understanding yes. that it's it, we can't just be praying off in our
0: corner and not follow it up with action. Exactly. And yeah. So you know the church and um, you know has vacated public square in many ways. And I think God's you know, resetting that that was a good word, is resetting that and, Yeah, and so city certainly wants to do that because across the country one of the challenges is that our denominational structures have not been set up to empower and help churches um, really lean into the brokenness of the community. So especially in the western church we move much more toward um, for some reason just trying to have, you know, attractional services right. where the masses of hurting people would come just because we we did a good thing on Sunday.
2: Yeah, because yeah. we're good people and everybody will like us. Yeah. Too, so they'll
0: of course come to church. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. Right. In reality, they're hurting and broken. You know, that's not even on their radar. Right. They they, I mean, even the ministry of Jesus, he just went out of his way mm-hmm. to engage with broken, broken people. Yeah. And so we're advocating for the church to get out of the building, to get back into the public square, to, to take our place in the Bible square, both, you know, in, in the arena of politics. Right. Not, that we're, not that we think that the answers are in politics themselves, but God's people represent the truth. And so if we're going to have a prophetic voice, we need people that are setting on school boards and city councils and, yeah. uh, and you know, across our country,
2: yeah.
0: speaking prophetically yeah. and speaking truth to our generation. And the church has to re-engage with early people. Yeah. And, uh, and then in any regard, you know, um, churches started being run kind of like businesses for some reason. We became entertainment centers and businesses. And pastors became CEOs yeah. instead of compassionate workers. People were out there really saying, we're going to, we're going to go to the tribulations for early. Yeah. And um, Charles Wesley, if you read his prayer journals, he writes in his prayer journals about how he felt the closest to Jesus, the, the most profound presence of Jesus, when he was up close and personal with Perry people. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he Charles Wesley. Charles Wesley. He would go, you know, before they would have public executions and spend the evening, the whole night, there with those that were going to be executed the next day. In the in the jail system he would write about that. Wow. one of the moments where he felt closest to the Lord wow. when he was when he was close to desperate people. So Charles Wesley, who had a huge ministry, major influence, was also went out of his way to, he he to be right right there. Yeah, back in the you <laughs> they would have artist renderings of executions, and you would see pictures of Charles Wesley standing next to a man and a noose around his neck, getting ready to. Be executed, assuring him because of his repentance and turning to Jesus the night before that he was getting ready to be in the presence of the Lord. So that's up close and personal. Well, I guess so. Right, it's up close and personal. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless we are out there engaging with her people, how do we have the heart of Jesus for um, lost we'll kind of just don't know how it happens. Yeah. It happens as we're out there and she's yeah. engaging with himself. Jesus in Matthew 25. He says when you visited your prison, when you right. clothed me when the naked and you fed right. me you were doing it to me. You know, right. and like, oh, how is that? So somehow the presence of the Lord it, and, and its uh, you know its uh, power in the lives is really impacted by being close to human need. Yeah and something. And so advocating advocated for the church to be in the middle of to be like the white blood cells running for. Yeah. That ambition to reveal. So, I mean, Canyon Hills and, and you've always
2: felt this way. Canyon Hills has always represented this, but King sort of took it to a whole new level. So maybe you could just just tell us a little bit about what how you felt. I felt
0: like the Lord opened the doors for that, and uh, actually, it's I mean, it's really an incredible story. You know, social brokenness, sin brings social brokenness, and um, all of those. Um, Issues in our community are all linked together. For instance, you know, you work over the years a lot with children in foster care right. right? And people look at that and they say, Well, that's such an insurmountable challenge. How can we ever address it or fix it? Right? When really, you know, we the premise of city Serve is that the local church is God's infrastructure for the healing of the nation. That Jesus said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail or keep the church out. Right. that right. there's nowhere the church can't go. Right. And when we go there, empowered by the Spirit of God, we bring healing and restoration. And so the um to whatever the broken situation. Whatever is. the broken yeah. So you think for instance, you take just like um foster children, you know, children in the system. Um that brokenness in our society is really what you know feeds the prison system and homelessness in our communities. I mean, yeah. if you interview prisoners in California, for just about 70% of uh, 69, 70% of the prisoners came out of the foster care system. Wow. They spent some time in that system. Yeah. They got bounced around. Yeah. And because of that, you know, they had fatherlessness. In yeah. And the, the orphan spirit has attached yeah. to it. Yeah. And they, they, but she never really got healed, and it's look, uh, manifesting in a great, in a great way. Sorry, yeah, in a great way. And that's what's feeding our homelessness. I uh, it was visiting with the young man in that outreach recently, and he was 21 years old, and I to tell me your story. And he um he was in the foster system his entire life as a child, and he he got down with 17 different foster homes wow. by the time he was 14. Wow. And at 14, he, he left, he ran away. And he's been on the streets since 14, now he's 21. Literally dropped off the grid. Wow. And had no contact with social services anyone. They didn't even know And he's been living on the streets so of he, all. He's a perfect example of what's happening in our society. So the fatherlessness condition... You know, it's feeding the prison system, it's feeding, uh, it's feeding homelessness, it's feeding addiction, it's feeding, um, you know, all kinds of brokenness in our society, so it's all connected. They're, they're all related to you so think about yeah. it, the statistics are this, that if just one church out of four would talk about the Orphan, it's clearly seen in Scripture as our responsibility, right. pure religion. Right. Well, well God, God calls Himself a Father to the Father, as far as Son sixty-eight. He is, and if one, if one church out of four, we'll just talk about it, just it and talk about it, pray into it, prophesy over their people. God wants us to be part of the solution. And if only one person out of those, out of that church, so one out of four churches, one person out of that church raised their hand and said, "Our family will do something." I'm, I'm the adopted grandfather of two children. It rocked my world it's a, out of the foster care system. Three, three grandchildren, two of them out of the foster care system. Yeah. It has rocked my world. And, and their stories are just heartbreaking. Yeah. When they were born, and we, we've had them since they were born. But they had, they had no chance. Yeah. I mean, I can imagine them being in that system, bounced around all the lives. I mean, they just made our lives beautiful. It's most wonderful. I would, I would, there's nothing I would do for me. Your granddaughter opened the service. Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Very cute. Yeah. And so think about that. If one person out of one church, out of four churches, one out of four churches, not every church, even, just one out of four, will do something. One person out of that church raised their hand and said, well, we'll lean into this and open our home and our hearts. Across America, every single child is in the foster care system that could be adopted today mm-hmm. would be being raised in a home, Christian. Oh, home. You think those children being raised in Christian homes would change the trajectory of their life, yes. right? Yeah. And their future and their destiny that God has for them. Yeah. So people think these problems are so good. The homelessness is so big, it can never be fixed. So the church in fear runs from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the foster care system is so broken. Nobody's ever going to fix it. They run from it.
2: Yeah. There's, nothing There's nothing I can do.
0: There's nothing, you know, it's, yeah. it's
2: overwhelming. But God hasn't yeah.
0: given His church a spiritual power. Come on. Life, and the answers are in Jesus Yeah. and His yeah. church. Now, proclamation is not enough. We can stand and preach in our churches all day long. How sad it is that all these children are in the foster care system. Or not we just go in and bring them into our homes, yeah. raise them to know Jesus, yes. And all of a sudden, it's a game changer across the world, the prison system, right? Yeah. and the homelessness condition, and the issues of poverty. Yeah, that if you read the statistics about poverty relative to, to children that are raised in the system, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. very just almost none of them end up in college, almost none of them end up with a career path. Yeah, they're, they're stuck in poverty, and it's all the church could fix it literally overnight. The church could fix it. So the church is God's infrastructure for the appealing of the nation. That is um, just one, one story of how the right. church can lean into brokenness and make a difference. But <clears throat> in every category, you know, City Service has 10 initiatives. Those initiatives just are a framework for compassion They're right from scripture. Right. They're, they're up here, by the way. I don't mean, know, you can't quite probably, yeah. I don't know how well you can see yeah. them, but the hungry. Um, Uh, Israel is one of our initiatives because it comes out of that idea of what God said he would bless. So we advocate for churches. The greatest need in the church across our nation, across the globe, is simply to be blessed, blessable. Churches, what what are we missing? Why are churches empty across the country? Uh Because we're not blessable. We're we're asking for God's blessing, but we should be doing what he's already promised to bless. Okay, so so part of that is Isaiah, I mean, you mentioned some key
2: passages, right? One of those passages is Isaiah 58, verses 6-12. Many of you are familiar with that, and one, uh, and just to key into what was talked about last night, what was spoken about last night in terms of getting our spiritual hearts and minds ready, uh, was one of the the verses in that is, if you do away with the pointing of the finger, right? Okay, and then there's, like, there's, like, verse after verse after verse of promises that come with
0: that. Absolutely. Promises that come with them. Promise, blessing. Yeah. But God, you know, through the prophets did say multiple times, if you don't, I will let you drive and blow away. Yeah. Right? I will let That's you. Serious. I will let you feel what it feels like not to have my blessing. Yeah. And so, you know, our greatest need is for the blessing of the Lord. Yeah. And if we're going to have the blessing of the Lord, we need to be doing what he's promised to bless. Right. And so those initiatives that did, you know, the hungry, Israel, the orphans, the vulnerable, the widow, the unreached, the victim, poor, prisoner, the exploited. When the church, well, that's a framework of compassion that the Lord gave us so that we wouldn't just spin our wheels running around in circles. Yeah. And we'll just engage with those population groups that represent the hurting in our world. Yeah. The church will run back to the hurting masses yeah. and engage with truth and love and action Yeah. Um, we will not only see their lives transform, but we'll see communities transform. Because it's the enemy. <clears throat> they, they've been being held captive, all those people are being held captive. Yeah. And the church can go bring deliverance to them and walk them out of that captivity of life. Mm-hmm. So city serve does three things to accomplish that. City service is primarily um, or you know, it has three pillars. One is a robust supply chain of resources, churches across the nation and okay. Can you just not everybody really understands that? Can you just tell us? So, like, for instance, how that works. when the pandemic hit and uh, the government was trying to figure out how to respond to um, the getting food to people who needed it, Feeding America was their primary uh, organization for feeding the country. But what they discovered is it wasn't enough in the middle of the pandemic. So, an example is um, Beating America has 200 movements. And it's highly secular, by the way. Beating America is highly secular. It's not, it's not the church. <clears throat> so it's the, the church, the church, the church. And I love, Beating America is great. They're doing great work. I don't sound at all. i mean, critical when we are talking about the scalability. So Beating America has lots of rules, like you can't share the gospel, you can't break the people, you can break all those kind of things. <clears throat> so they have 200. Another thing about crises, right? <clears throat> when The problem is so massive that nobody knows how to fix it. They are happy for the church to step in. Come on. (laughs) You guys get that? This is so so separation church church and say, They're like, like, do whatever you gotta do, right? Let's
2: let's get these people off. So yeah. Well, well, isn't that that, that, opportunity? Well, really, isn't that part of what you know the Great Commission is? Go and make disciples of all nations. And that includes the government. That includes stepping in and saying.
0: You know, like, here's, here's a solution. And the bigger the problem, the greater the open door. So the pandemic, when the pandemic hit, um, the Feeding America 200 food banks, there's no way that would have distributed the food to people. So for scale, that is the leading organization for helping in times of crises. crisis. So that's, the, that's the biggest one. Biggest one, 200 food banks across the nation. Wow. Right, there are 340,000 churches in America. Wow, so think about that scale wise. Yeah, there's no, no one there's no infrastructure like the local church. Yeah. So, the president,
2: so but so here are all these churches, but we all know, I mean, 340,000 churches are they even communicating with each other? They? They're not, that's the problem.
0: They're siloed, they're not communicating yeah, they're not, with each yeah. other. So, cities are, um, you know. The, Robust supply chains, so the city sort of stepped into that. Right. you became the primary agency for distribution of food across America through the local church and utilized thousands of churches to do that. And they were ready to do it because they were looking for opportunity to serve their communities during... Uh, the pandemic, right. and, and and they got to pray for people. Some of them did baptisms at their food distribution, <laughs> so, and nobody said anything. It was amazing you know? yeah. so they were praying for people, they were sharing the gospel with people, they were loving people, and churches engaged. So, anyway, a robust supply chain, number one.
2: Okay, but that, but that, but so just opening that up gave you uh, a ear at, at the at the White House. I mean, it gave you. You know, some credibility there, and 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 there was um, it's just one thing led to another, and there was just incredible favor, and uh, and you know this had never been done before, and um, of course for you that doesn't really intimidate you at all because you're you're you are uh, you're a pioneer, but I mean it is it is an amazing thing that you could see this and see how this how the church can do this. Can you say anything about how, how that came about, how C actually had the infrastructure? C is only what it's four years old, right? I mean, I'm not exactly. 2017. So, 75 it years. Fall of
0: 17. Okay. so it's four years, three months. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um and this is in what 21, 2020, 2020. Yeah, 2020, and then 2020. 21 as well. Okay. And so um so C is only what two years old, two and a half years old? And yeah, happened. But there was an introduction in the, uh, in the first year to uh, some key leaders um, in the White House. And so that was building a relationship for this idea of how to mobilize. This is the importance of having people that are faith-friendly in okay. positions of leadership. Okay. So we had a president that had interests in a better way of doing things. Uh-huh. And so he was, he, was, you know, he was interested in how to engage the church. And then when the pandemic hit, um, we were doing a zoom trying to mobilize the church you never everyone who movies going to be on the zoom, and um their their face wasn't on the zoom, but they were listening in to Zoom, and the Zoom was had hundreds of leaders across America talking about this as an opportune moment um, to engage a church And Ivanka was a Ivanka Trump. Yeah, Ivanka President Trump's, Trump's daughter. Yeah. And so, so you
2: didn't she wasn't. Yeah, planned that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Um,
0: so number three, you just got on the right? Zoom
2: call. What do we do? This is a crisis. Yeah, yeah.
0: and how do we get how we get food to people? Uh-huh. The, and long story short, um, I had a call myself phone. Um, called like, said, Can you take a call from my mom? I thought it was a friend pulling a prank. Actually. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Said, yeah, so we talked about the issues that my dad wants the church to engage in this. And that's, that's what opened the door. So uh, they gave, I mean, through USDA, the lion's share of those food boxes went through churches.
1: Wow.
0: And then went through churches across America because they were they were running, um, they were defending us. So again, having people the, the district, administration.
2: So the government was actually defending. They were defending.
0: They actually saying, don't. Yeah. Yeah, there was a down. whole congressional committee trying to stop us, but we had people defending us. So having leaders that are faith-friendly is yeah. incredibly important because they would have shut us down. Yeah, And um, so they defended us and defended our ability to pray with people, uh, minister to people, invite people to church, all those kinds of things. So it happened um, across the nation. It was an amazing, amazing moment. <laughs> And it opened the door for just ongoing opportunity and relationship. Uh, funny stories, our team's leaving Sunday after church to go back to Ukraine. Ivanka's going with us. <laughs> yeah. own wow. um, and her father all jail
2: <laughs> Really? Wow. Really? So so this is, I want you to just get this picture. So Ivanka Trump gets on the call, this is unexpected starts to this favor starts to happen and um and lo and behold ivanka starts to participate herself in some of these food distribution things like at the like she's not just in
0: an office somewhere right she's like out there she loved it doing it she loved it and what we video her joining us in prayer with people and yeah you you know she's she considered herself Jewish but so she was all over it. She, right. was, she was laying hands on people. Okay.
2: So how about this? This is an example of and like-
0: we, we were delivering food boxes and secret service cars. <laughs> I
1: mean, you can't make this stuff up. That's incredible or what? And, and
2: so this is like an example of, you know, you think that the way that I think anyway is, you know, sort of linear, like, okay, you know, you make friends with somebody then you introduce them to Jesus, then they come to the Lord, and then you disciple them. This is actually sort of reversed. It's an it's an example of you discipling people before they've ever actually come to the Lord. I mean, may, maybe she's a believer now. I don't know, but but nevertheless, she got the the the, the heart. Uh, what's the best way to see it? I, I you know, it's sort of like the kingdom of God has come near you. She she was gathered around believers, and um, and the presence of God was there, and she is attracted to it because who's
0: not attracted to the presence and the love of god amen i, I just the idea of uh, reaching lost world by just shouting at them right it's like i tell people all the time i you know i've never convinced my wife that i had a, a viable point by yelling at her <laughs> <laughs> right i've never said you know she yeah. never in the middle of an argument said you know you're right we have to love people's hearts. It's not winning just arguments, it's yeah. winning hearts. Yeah. And this is the beauty of Jesus' ministry. Yeah. And he spoke truth, and never compromised the yeah. truth. Yeah. But he radically loved people and they knew when they, when they were in his presence. Yeah. That they were in the presence of someone that loved them. Yeah. And so, um, a robust supply chain, and that okay. supply chain is you know, resources. We'll get almost a billion dollars this year through local churches, because churches in the most needy communities are under-resourced. Okay,
2: let say that again. Churches
0: like, in the most broken parts of our community.
2: Right, no, but how, how much money, how much goods are going to, be, going to be distributed? We
0: think close to a billion. One yes, half, a billion half a billion last year. Wow. So we think close to a billion dollars, if not this year, the following year. And this is not just food now, this is, you're not talking about just resources, resources that come through. All the uh, national chains we have contracts with them that they allow us to take um, their resources that are outdated for or refrigerator or okay. something or something that is uh, went to somebody and they brought it back they can't resell it okay. so it's brand new okay. it just um, you know it's been taken back right. or much of it's still in the box but they just move are moving it out to move in the new stuff so. Right. So, take that and distribute that across the nation through churches, because churches in the most needy neighborhoods, how hey, County churches in the most needy neighborhoods in Longview and parts of southeast Acresville, Southwest southwestern Baker, so they they are under research. They're right there in the middle of all kinds of need. Right, but they have but they have they have needy
2: people going to them, and not so many wealthy people because they wouldn't go near the churches. They want to be in nicer
0: places, yeah. and so and they, they don't have the resources. Yeah. And, and, and then you have large churches that are really, you know, they really are resourced, but they keep building their own thing. Uh-huh. Right. And so, you know, scripture says, as much as required. require, it would be a much smarter strategy instead of the mega churches. And, you know, if you took the mega churches in America, and I tell this pastor all the time, I'll be with some, I'll be with 30 of them that are going to Ukraine with us, a ah, of the leading wow. pastors in the nation on um, Sunday. Um, if you took every mega church in America and doubled it today, it would do very little well to transform our country. In the churches that yeah. are, are already existing, the churches that are already yeah. existing, do very little well to transform our country. A little bit, because those churches are not in the most needy neighborhoods. Yeah. If you, want to, if you want to transform our country, yeah. then the large churches have to invest in resourcing the churches in hurting neighborhoods. We have to come alongside Sorry. of them and resource them yeah. and, and, and help strengthen them and build them so that they can serve their neighborhood well. And so that's what City Service does through through one, a supply chain okay. that doesn't cost them anything. Right. So basically, anything they need to minister to their neighborhood, we resource them with that. And then we benefit the retailers. Thank them The things that, that they get retail tax breaks for that, right? Get tax credits. That's beneficial for yeah. them. That's beneficial for them as well. Um, uh, we are capacity building entity. Uh, those churches need help in just raising their capacity, training their people. For community transformation and more training people to,
2: to know what to do with the resources, what to do, yeah, how to share the gospel, how to pray for people, yeah. and, and then and when they it. come,
0: how to have it's the right it. kind of ministries to help them, you know, move beyond just relief to development. You know, it's, it say that we don't want to serve addiction, we don't want to break addiction, yeah, we don't want to serve that's right, yeah, the only way to do that is you have to build capacity in people. We just give people things that never train them, develop them right, to right. get a better job, right. to be responsible citizens, right. Right. then they're going to be, it's, we're no better than the most liberal people that are just handing on cash. Right. To it's, it's a band-aid. Right. It's a band-aid. We have to, we have to engage with people, right. serve them at the point of need, and then develop them. So if organizations stay in just relief, um, we're not going to be that much help to them. We have to develop people. And that's right. what the gospel, it's part of discipleship. Right. Right. You disciple people and you teach them to become responsible. Right, right, right. And good citizens. Right. And not just takers, but also right. givers. You know? So let me get
2: this right. I mean, you're actually doing this. You're talking about doing this, but you're actually in some ways um equipping the church to do that, to disciple the nations, to disciple the hurting people. So you're yeah. you're you're not just distributing goods to the poor through the churches, you're actually starting to empower the churches to go forth. And do what the gospel is supposed to do. Yeah. So it's like it's transformational to the church, yeah. and it's not just. I mean, the, the I mean, the church here is assemblies of God, but it's not just one denomination, right? It's it's mm-hmm. it's all kinds of denominations and yeah. independent churches, and I mean,
0: right? There's uh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Jesus it's crossing John, all the lines. John 17, his his high priestly prayers, last prayer before he was dying, prayed that the church would become one. Yeah. So the testimony of Christ would be validated. Yeah. and community, yeah. and the church has to become one. Yeah. That's why we, we really have to, we have to flip the, flip the strip, and we have to begin working across yeah. the one nation, yeah. and, and the body of Christ, the big city has to become the thing, Yeah, just how much larger can we build big churches? Right. right. Because honestly, they're not going to bring new transformation. They have a place. Right. They have places to resource churches in struggling neighborhoods yeah. to be able to elevate them. Yes. So that's supply chain. Capacity building and then a platform for collaboration. The denominational structures and siloed churches uh-huh. into just tribes. And we're trying to break that down and say, not that we're head those structures, we're are saying is not enough. Yeah. We have to be able to collaborate with a cohesive strategy across the board of the body of Christ to really bring transformation to cities. We have to work together. There's no one church, it doesn't matter how large they come, that can do it on our own. Yeah, Jesus has designed this so that the church is going to have to come to have to work together. And have to work together. Yeah. We're going to have to work together to get it done. Yeah. And so we really lean into those three ideas. Yeah. And, and that going to really, you know, Roman Shupefort says that um, kindness is what draws us to repentance. Right. And so kindness and and Scripture says that your gift always makes a place for you. Right. So when you engage with people that are hurting with kindness. And helping them with their need—it yeah. all matters. Jesus said, "A cup of cool water." Yeah, his name matters. Yeah, right. Yeah, it all and, that, and, that, and that really opens the door. It see people who wouldn't otherwise. And lives. that's the point. It opens the door. But if we just stay there, we actually add to their um their need and their dependency on someone else. Yeah. If we move them to a discipleship and personal development,
2: yeah,
0: based on Scripture,
2: yeah,
0: right, we actually cause yeah. them to be people who themselves become viewers yeah. and themselves become people that are making a difference. So you just don't want to switch their dependency from the government right, right to some other institution. Right. You want them to to you want them to grow. And the reason they can't grow under the government structure is because the government can't tell people the truth. Wow. It can't tell people the truth. The That's laws right. have established have been established in such a way that the government is unable. Their hands are tied. they can't tell people the truth, wow. so they're serving people and giving relief to people and can't tell them either the truth. Yeah.
2: yeah, right,
0: they what they need is the gospel. The poor need the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. What is the good news to yeah. somebody in prison? You don't have to live your life yes. in prison, yeah. What's the good news yeah. to somebody who's poor, yeah, right? You don't have to live your life bound by a spirit of poverty, yeah, right? The, the good news is so the truth elevates, and we have to have confidence in the truth. Wow. But our entry point into the lives of 30 people is kindness right. and meeting them at their point of need. And that was to right. demonstrate Jesus. Right. And
2: and at that level, because it's going through, it's not some huge organization at the end of the day, but it's, it's people in the church going to somebody's home or somebody's apartment, and it's highly relational. Because they're yeah. they're building a relationship with that person. They're, they're, they're seeing what their need is, yeah. and, then, and they're seeing what their felt need is, but they're seeing what their spiritual need is also.
1: Yeah. Need.
2: And they're really bringing the love of Jesus into that, into that home. They are. In a way that, that
0: there's no other way that that can happen. In a way that is transformational. They're yeah. moving beyond just a person living with a sense of entitled to a person that should understand what it means to yeah. appreciate somebody caring for you. Yeah you know, and that relationship investing in you but also speaking truth to you Yeah, that's why god's design even parenting you know good parents know how to discipline their children right scripture says yeah. that that's a that's a manifestation of love right yeah. accountability discipline yeah yep. yep. but they also know how to care for them. yeah and somehow we bifurcate the gospel church is either a really good proclamation we just preach really good. We proclaim really good. We're not into the social gospel. We don't want to go over and really go out and do anything in the streets. Yeah. Just wait for them to come to us. Yeah. And Scripture never did that. You just just look at all the places where Scripture, think, of all the places where scripture said me, they, they ministered powerfully in word and in deed. Yeah. Right. Yes. Prayer and action. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's the bifurcation of those things that has caused the church to be powerless and the enemy knew that. Somewhere along the line we yeah. believe a lie. Yeah. Right. So we just got it, we got really good proclaim. Right. And we have really good preachers across America. Right. But hurting people aren't they're, they're still nation. hurting. They're still there. They're still yeah. hurting. They're there. And they're not in their churches. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I mean, I just, just one little point here, but it's just incredible. This is how God works. You set up a system whereby, and it started here in Bakersfield, whereby you could receive these goods that, the, that these companies didn't, they couldn't utilize them, and yet they would be they would, if they had an organization that was set up. They they would get a tax rate from it. it Start up in Bakersfield, and then quickly it spread when you showed that you could do you, you could do it. You could receive the goods and 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 be trustworthy in that. It started to grow, and and then it started to go spread from one organization to another. And now you have people basically busting down the door saying, "We want you to." you know take more take more of our goods and services for these organizations organizations which are not christian organizations they're just they're they're but they're wanting to do business
0: well, and so, it's good for them and, and 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 they get to they get to be a part of community transformation yeah and we provide you know safety a safe way for them to do that responsibility yeah. i mean we, we 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 do that without eroding their market yeah. Because we are responsible that the person that we're serving for those goods isn't a person that can walk into their stores and purchase it. Right. So you, you have to do it responsibly yeah. so that you're not eroding yes. the marketplace.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: And yeah. They, they get the tax benefit for that. And so we've developed a way for them to accomplish that. It really benefits them yeah. and lots of ways. And it saves them money, saves them loss, and um, gives them help.
2: So they're getting the goods,
0: they're being discipled.
2: Just um, we don't have that much more time, but maybe just tell us a little bit about how this whole thing with um, with grants kind of fits into this whole picture
0: because that's a whole other aspect of city service being developed. Now our our contention is that Christians are paying into the tax system. And you know, hundreds of millions of dollars are going into a system that is funding. An agenda that is extremely far left and that is actually perpetuating the problem. Mm-hmm. And um, there is nothing, there's no reason that Christian organizations that want to do the social work and reach out to people and um, proclaim the gospel to them uh, can't access or those services. Now, the government's not paying for us to preach the gospel. Right. We preach the gospel for free, <laughs> right? But the government will fund um, projects. For instance, um, we just got our prison uh, re You know, the recidivism in, in California is about sixty-five percent. Sixty-five percent of people will go back recommit. to prison. can yeah. make go back to prison unless some intervention takes place. Well, all the all the liberals and all the crazy people were going after those millions and millions of dollars. And it was just not it's not bringing their syndicism down. The money's being poured in, but the, the results that are the result right there. So yeah. we challenge that by saying we're going to compete for that. So we went after some of the most you know difficult grants uh, to get. We wow. competed on a level plate though, because remember we're starting from the premise that the church is the answer. Yeah, uh, that Jesus is the yeah, answer. Okay. Sure. So if you have that confidence that Jesus is the answer, and that we can actually provide results that you won't find anywhere else because the gospel of Jesus is the answer. Mm-hmm. So we, we we went after that. And so instead of those prisoners coming out and having therapists and care workers of the us, yes. they're seeing therapists, they're helping them reintegrate into a family, and society, that are spirit-filled, yes. Bible-believing <laughs> right? Isn't that going to make a good outcome? talking to yes. and giving them therapy is yes. a born-against-gerical labor. Yes. So why wouldn't we want that? Yes. So
2: and as somebody who, who works my job as an indirectly and indirectly employed by the government, there's very strong restrictions on what yes, I can say and right. what I
0: can't say to my patients. Seriously, yeah. yeah. And in large part, because of the system that you're under. Right, right. Like the intermediary yeah. you're under has those rules. Yeah. Not all of them are necessarily in the law. Some of them actually have been put there by the intermediaries that you work under.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, they have their own policies. Right. So um, we we have the best grant writers in the nation, and we have uh, we won just since January $150 million in grants across the nation that are basically all flowing through local churches that are doing the work that they're doing it in the spirit of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so
2: what part of the thing is that if you do this and you show success, you show that there's there are that, that you're you're making a difference, then does
0: that not lead the way to more grants and more it money does. being available? Yeah, it doesn't and, and again it goes back to going after the hardest issues, right? The most challenging issues because the more challenging the ones issues, the ones that,
2: that the government can't solve. Yeah. The ones yeah. they
0: can't solve, right? They're more open to the church engaging in. Yeah. And so um uh, we're going into the hard ones, the big ones, and um and challenging churches to do the same. And then we have, you know, a whole system helping churches navigate with that, yeah. how they do it well, how they protect themselves, how they keep the government from intruding into the organization and important ways to do that It's so incredible. Yeah. So so but every 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 person interfaces with A non believer in this program, just a born again believer uh, on fire for Jesus, speaking truth to them, holding them accountable, encouraging them in the right ways. And so there's nothing that the church can't engage in if we will um, get rid of fear. Get rid of fear, right? And you say, well, why would we want to do that? Because, you know, think about across America. The church is funding if we don't go after that the church and utilize that in our communities. The church is literally funding a godless far left system to do what they've always done. To to run to your your yeah. Role. Why yeah. wouldn't we want to say, no, that that we can we can do that? Yeah. And we can do it better. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna engage in those issues in our community. I mean, you look back at the early days in America, I mean, all our schools were founded by the church, our hospitals, healthcare was founded by the church. I mean, the church has radically made a difference. Somewhere along the way, we got the idea that we didn't have a place there and we walked out. And we just became, you know, uh, churches that do Sundays. We're going to have great Sundays. But we're not going to engage in the rest society. And, and, and,
2: and we don't want to be involved, involved in politics
0: and the government because dirty. Right. Everybody knows it's corrupt. And exactly. we don't, we don't want, to, we want to wash our hands of that. Yeah, we need to pull up every school board, every city council, every board yeah. of supervisors. Yeah. We, we need the dog catchers to be going there. Come on. <laughs> and, and, and to be out there. And, and especially working with broken people. Uh-huh. Because when they're hurting and the um, broken, the last thing they did is somebody telling oh, them, That's a joke. Yeah. Right. Right, the last thing they need is more lies. Yeah. Right? They need somebody telling the truth. Yeah. Somebody that's building uh, on a foundation that is the sure Said, best, are they never going to get traction yeah. to get out of their need?" And if the church is afraid to do that, we're afraid of oh, afraid of what might happen, or who might come after us, or it's fear. A lot of them. Yeah. It's just a spirit of fear. Oh, the script of yeah. church leadership. Yeah. And we've got, got to say, "We're not afraid." Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so then, amen so tell us just tell us in a minute you're going to um is it is it poland
0: poland in, and then into ukraine on um friday and tell us what friday. you're tell us what you're doing about that and we, and we need to pray for you so we set up a uh uh when the war broke out we uh the first gift by the way half million dollar gift was from jerry and ivanka the first very first gift the first the first 747 UPS flight that filled up with food, Yeah, we donated because the president picked up the phone and talked to the president of UPS, and said, so, I need mean, President Trump, wow. and said, can you donate this plane? And they wow. said, yes. Wow! I donated wow. that plane. I mean, is that incredible favor or what? You guys, I don't I, I, I have to do this
2: because... You know i mean you, you can hardly believe that this is real it's like you cannot make this stuff up but all but the heart of it is he's going after in part what's in scripture isaiah 58. And if you if you read that it has like probably a dozen promises and they're all massive promises so all god's doing is he's just you're obeying him and he's just saying okay here it is
0: and it's just like one incredible supernatural thing after another it's real yeah it's real, and I know that God wants to, He's doing it across America. Yeah, churches across America, and, and that's why I believe the Reformation is coming. Yeah, and I, I believe that it's going to be prayer and action, proclamation, the Word, and truth, and getting rolling up our sleeves and doing yeah. hard work. Yeah, meeting people at their point of need. So in, in Poland and in Ukraine, uh, we went got a warehouse, a large warehouse, about 50,000 square feet. Yeah. That became our base in Warsaw. And uh, that's where all our supplies went. We just had a $25 million grant just for food last week. Um, $25 million? From the private Foundation. Wow. Uh, all that's designated for food because there's a huge uh, need there through the churches. It's all going through churches. Um, churches are really doing the lion's share of the work, not the government, right now with refugees coming out of the country okay. It's a network of churches in Poland in the whole nation. They're always, because it's primarily a Catholic nation. So there are only 600 churches in Poland, evangelical churches. Wow. So we've engaged almost all of those churches are serving in the front lines. They've opened the churches. All those churches were empty before that war started. Wow. They're all four. church They're engaged. Churches like say a building like this would be used. I mean, you go in; it's like a refugee center. Yeah. But they're not staying in that refugee center. They're going into the homes of Christians. Almost everyone in the church is open their homes. Yeah. To, to be hospitable and trying to bring in the lady or children. women. women so the husbands that can't, you can't have, read. husbands can't read the yeah. Yeah. Um, And you know, so the, almost every person in the church, every church, is the homes. Wow. So the refugee centers for a few days until they and that's the church. Yeah. And they're there, they're getting medical yeah. care. They're getting food, they're getting taken care of, and then they're getting placed in the home. So we've got a warehouse in Warsaw, a warehouse in Ukraine, and then we uh, immediately started buying trucks and vans. And so we've a fleet of 50 trucks and vans probably within to get like into the Ukraine he he yeah. or into the or over to the churches. Yeah, and, and transporting America. people out. Getting people out when they're ready to come out because a lot of them are needed. They're still to get them, so they're coming out and brought right into the churches. Okay, and um, so the churches are doing the work. When you think about the response of the Polish people and and, and Romanian people, and, and we'll know what I'm the church is doing that's the story that is is going to be told.
2: Yeah,
0: a newsmax just did. You get newsmax just did a story, a three page, four page story on the city service. Yeah, uh, this week, this month, oh, wow. this month is amazing. Wow, I read that, and um, basically, it's about the church. Network. It's a and the humility and the passion. Uh, those churches and the people—they're working twenty-four-seven. They're weary. They're tired. Yeah, because it's been—you know—you just imagine taking something this. You know, I know the work we go into. We have a family member that's coming just for a couple of days. But if they're staying here yeah. for months, yeah. yeah. It's 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 a big job. It's a yeah, committed to we just received a hotel, four floors on a hotel um, that have been given to us to use for temporary housing for those and uh, so the, the supply chain uh, warehouses, uh most of those churches are very small, so they didn't have a lot of capacity in some cases we were able to negotiate leases for them. With larger for larger facilities, city-served funds, it's all through the local church stuff. Because after Samaritan's First, Salvation Army, you know, uh, all the government NGOs, everyone else pulled out those local churches are still going to be there. Yeah. So, our strategy is to work through the local church not to go around and, and, keep, and, keep, and keep working Keep, keep working. working with them. So, some of those leases yeah. we signed for them were, year, you know, year lease. Wow. To basically, yes, we got uh, in the, the town closest to the border, we leased an old casino. Yeah. And yeah. we turned the casino into a refugee center. Wow. wow. We leased an old uh, shopping center that was, you know, older and and then they can the police that got that set up. Maybe we space out of the out of the weather. It was snowing then cold, you know, when, first, when the work first started. So people are freezing. Okay. But um, so supply chain this weekend. You can pray for this coming weekend because we're doing three conferences for pastors and their spouses. Okay. This one in Warsaw, we'll do one in Romania, and we'll do one in But um the uh we have 100 pastors coming in for three days for just uh refreshment and a conference to minister to the kind of like this. And yeah. to purge and then we're flying over. Dr. Dawson's work with us, and Clinton's work with us. Yeah. Some of the lead therapists in the nation come over some time with them, helping coach them on trauma care, yeah. helping coach them on how to, how to, you know, how to meet themselves. So they, yeah being so there for the long a, They're call, not burning up. They're not burning up. Yeah. They're just, yeah. they're just, they're just, they're safe. Yeah. At the West End and Warsaw. for three days. Yeah. 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 And we we'll love, 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 and care for them. We have about 30 pastors. Yeah, wow. We we'll have services during the day. And I'm wow. um, dinner with them, lunch with them. So how, how long are you going to be there? Nine days. Nine, you know, days. nine days. And all the way out, we're taking all 30 of those pastors to Auschwitz. Because it's only about three hours outside of Warsaw, wow. just to remember what yes. can be when evil prevails. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: Wow. So, um, wow. okay. Did you say that you're going into Ukraine?
0: Going into the Okay. So we need protection. Yeah. Wow. It's a pretty safe area there. You know. I mean, it, it's um, he went through there. He's been dead and caused all kinds of damage. But wow. He's, you know, he's, uh, he's he, You kind of know where he's focused, right? right? He's not right. focused at it right now. So. We, Confident, it's an yeah. optional part of the trip for some of the pastors, yeah. <laughs> it's not a mandatory. Trip, it's yeah, an yeah. Awesome. so yeah. Okay. Um, if they want to go to the uh, they're going to go to the church the ones that want to, to and just spend time with Ukrainian pastors. Pray. Some of the uh, Ukrainian pastors are actually coming into Warsaw for yeah. that conference. To really wow, um, okay, so we need to pray for you. So, what, what
2: we like to do is, um, uh, Rick and Laurie Taylor and uh, Carolyn, hi like you guys to pray for pastor lindal why don't you why don't you come on down here we'll just have you stand up and then we'll have you guys come and just uh just lay hands on him and um, and then we'll have everybody else everybody else needs to stand up and um kind of gather around we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna do this so we'll, we'll just just come on just step out here a little bit another couple people will go behind you and we'll take the microphone here so everybody, don't be shy. Come on, get out of the, the pew, Stand up. We're all, gonna, we're, all gonna, we're all gonna participate in this. Is this incredible or what? You guys, this is the church like it's supposed to be right now. And uh, so, um, uh, Rick, we're gonna start with you. And uh, let's just tell people who can't get around. Just um, let's just do this. Lay hands on the person in front of you, and then we'll, we'll just do this. So go ahead, Rick. Yeah, so Linda, we just wanna
3: bless you. With the power and the authority of Jesus Christ to go with you, Um, you remember remember in the scriptures Jesus demonstrated for us, you know how to go, and um, He demonstrated the kingdom, which authenticated His message. And I see that with you, and I'm asking the Lord to send um, an army of angels uh, with you. You guys are not going alone, but uh, you are talking. I just saw swirl around you. Normally, when I see that, Uh, the angels are, are with you. And so there's angels on assignment that, that are going open doors for you, uh, you know, doors that you're, you didn't even expect. But uh, the power of the Holy Spirit is going with you also. And as you get ready, there's there's a, a fresh empowering
0: of the Holy Spirit that's going to yes, come on you. That's right. Uh, you're going to go not
3: just with the word and deed, but with power. Yep. Jesus said you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be witnesses. And uh, get ready for the power of God like right? you know Come on. God, there's revelation Come on. Coming to you. Right. There's gonna be an open heaven over you. It's gonna be so easy mm-hmm. as you go because the Lord is with you and the heavenly host is fighting with you.
4: Yes, Lord. I thank you. I bless this whole group, Wendell and everybody going with him. Lord, we bless yeah. what you're doing. We yeah. say that you uh the Lord goes before you. Come on. And behind you and I? Uh, yeah lord I, I just thank you i just so humbled even hearing what you're doing and don't even know how to pray really because um it's just so so amazing so lord i just i just ask for your blessing yeah. i just ask yep. that you bless every step of the way to travel the interaction with the pastors the interactions with the people lord that you know, like rick prayed they would see signs and wonders, That's and right. that every That's person right. that they yes. encounter will encounter you, and life will be just changed forever, and that these things that you, you bring just by being there, everywhere your footsteps, that yes. it'll, it'll be uh-huh. like a spark, Yeah. a spark that will release a forest fire, in that part of, right. of the kingdom of God, so uh-huh. I just bless the work of your hands, and I bless your heart, But I bless the hearts of all these men and women who are going, Lord, that their hearts are so saturated in you that it'll just ooze out and leak out and, um, you know, so I just bless this trip from start to finish in Jesus' name. And I'm just
1: saying a reopening of wells that have been stopped. Come on. And I just thank you Lord that even though the herdsmen quarreled with Isaac and and they had to move on from Essex and Sikna the first, first two wells. And I see that over you, Pastor little that there will be some struggles in two places, and yet the third one will be the one that will open at oh. the end of that. So oh. our whole vote, we just declare oh God. a whole vote over you that making room, making a place for the KCF of the church to be able to come in and reestablish establish who we have all been called to be
2: That's right. And mm-hmm. what
1: we've been called to do. So I thank you, Father, that you will pass over Sikma an and Essay and you'll just bring them through those two places quarreling and bring them into the home. I also want to just declare you know, the one thing that God does with all his heart and all of his soul in Jeremiah 32 41 says, almost assuredly, plant. The Jewish people in the land of Israel. And so yes. as you are encountering the people who are fleeing from the war-torn areas, as you encounter any Jewish people, just that you will encourage them to make Aliyah to come yes. and, and you will be helping fulfill the prophetic word of God uh-huh. the one thing he does, all of his heart, all of his soul. So I bless you from out of Zion. I bless you. I ask the Lord to make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and your team and grant you peace and peace. Shame, shame.